You're listening to Well Black Sis, the podcast that helps you put your wellness first. Learn how Black women like you are putting their wellness first in their lives and striving mentally, emotionally, financially, and physically every day. I'm your host, Marilyn Painter, which you can call me Mel. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Well Black Sis podcast. I have a really exciting episode today. Hi all, I am happy sad all at the same time to announce that we have come to the close of the second season of this Wild Blacks podcast. It is bittersweet because even though every season is great, this one was particularly special because I really kind of stepped out of my comfort zone uh, to have conversations with new friends. I want to especially thank you know, all of the new folks who appeared on the podcast, all of these incredible women who are out there just championing wellness on behalf of Black women. Um, you know, when we think about it, the world is at war everywhere. And depending on your perspective, um, it's very easy for us to kind of get sucked into all of the bad news that's out there. Like, as we waft through, for, you know, the different phases of this pandemic, now monkeypox, a war in Ukraine, fighting for any and all kinds of rights here in the US. The one thing that I think we can all agree on is that we are in grief individually and collectively. Or at some point we are in grief even when we don't acknowledge it. I was thinking back a decade ago to when I myself was in deep grief and loss. Um, when I lost my mom and just reflected on how far I've come since then. And it isn't just, you know, like the loss of a loved one that matters, but just loss in general of things that mean something to us. And as I close out the second season of the podcast, I want to share with you guys what I would have told myself about grief and loss 10 years ago, had I had the sense to know back then. So I'm going to share just six quick things. Number one is, it is going to be all right. When I first lost my mom, I was unsure of what these new emerging emotions were. And they changed so fast, like from day to day. And everyone had their take on what I should or should not be doing. But I was the one that was carrying these emotions every single day. And eventually, because I was journaling through it, thank you to my mentor at the time, I was journaling, journaling through this process. Um, I got to see how much easier it was getting to wake up every day, to be among humans again, to give myself permission to laugh and to be free. So if you're in a state of grief or loss or you've and you've acknowledged that because that's the first step. I want you to know it's going to be all right. And this is the first thing I would have told myself 10 years ago. Two, I would have told myself that time is the ultimate healer. And what I needed is just to give myself some time, to give my, allow myself some grace to just flow through whatever it is I was going through. Because when you're going through loss, you always think, it's going to be the same every day going forward. Like 
you think five years ahead and 10 years ahead and you're like, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be suffering like this. But the truth is that is not true. It does get better. Your acceptance of your reality and your truth um, gets better. You begin to kind of put things in perspective. Um, others share their wisdom with you and that wisdom has the power to heal. But it requires you not being hard on yourself and giving yourself some time, just allowing yourself to flow. Number three, I would have told myself that the people around me are not responsible for helping me get through my grief and my loss. And that is because when you, when you, when you have lost something that is so important to you, Somehow you have a different perspective on the people around you, the people in your life, you know, whatever is going on around you. It's almost as if, at least for me, it was almost as if I was a, an observer of all things Melanie. Um, and initially I thought that my family or the elders around me had the answers. But I learned very quickly that many people have no clue how to respond when you are going through grief um, or when you're sad, because it makes a lot of us uncomfortable, let's be real. We don't know what to say, we don't know what to do. But I'll give you a little bit of a tip here. If you know someone or you are around someone that's going through some sort of immense grief and loss and they wake up every day and they don't know what to do, simply just be there for them. And when I say be there, I mean just be present. So here's a couple of things that you can do. Bake a pie and drop it off. Or spend some time with them in their own space. You don't have to talk. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to communicate other than just be there. Just show up for them. They will appreciate it. I can tell you that. So that was number three. Don't, don't expect too much from the people around you. And the other part of that is that people... The people that you think will help you through are not the people that will. It's just, it's just, that's what it is. There's no particular science to it. You find your comfort where you find it. That's basically it. Number four, you will grow a lot and learn about yourself. You will learn about your limitations. You will learn about your boundaries. You will learn that you have the ability to handle and heal from hard things at some point, it's a very short one, you will learn a lot about yourself. And coming out of the grief or as it gets easier for you to handle, things that you used to accept, you will no longer accept those things. It'll be a whole new world, but it'll be a good world, different. And that leads me to my next point. Life will never be the same as it was before, uh, no matter how much you want it to be the same. Because we have this thing about comfort. We want to stay in our comfort zones. And grief and loss puts us outside of the comfort zone, right? Um, and I think the thing about this is that we expect life to remain exactly the same as it was because truthfully, we've been having a grand time. Maybe things were going great. We don't like upset baskets. But the essence of life is that change will come. Uh, let's think about it this way. 
we aren't the same people we were when we woke up yesterday or this morning. So we can't expect to be the same person tomorrow or the day after. And I think if we keep that in mind, this point of life never being the same is going to be so much easier. And then number six, there's no right or wrong way to grieve, right? Sally over there, her process is going to be much different from Melanie's process and much different from Sam's or Roger's process. It's, it's personal and not everyone will understand your particular process. So each one of us is doing grief differently. Our walk is going to be very different from each other's. Um, there'll be some similarities within the experiences, but our responses will be much different and our outcomes will be much different. And I think of these six things, if I had known 10 years ago, my process through grief would have been a little more, a little easier, if I want to say that, but I'm also open to learning and growing. So for me, um, I have no regrets per se. I just know that sharing this message is going to help somebody out there, somebody who's listening to this, who's going through it right now, because it really puts you in a, in a different place, a dark place, a deep place, a place where you don't want to show up anymore for yourself. And that's super honest. As I roll out of season two of this Well Access podcast, thank you to all of you who have listened, tuned in, shared. Some of you were really excited about some of the episodes. And as a new podcaster on this scene, only in season two of this podcast, I have to say I have grown tremendously and I want to keep on doing that. I want to keep on opening conversations. So if you're out there and you know someone who is worthy of being on a podcast or they have ideas to share um, with other Black women on being well and um, championing wellness for, for us, please send them over. Give them a contact, you know, drop me a DM or send me an email and I'll be willing to have a conversation with them. So as we roll out, I will see you guys back probably in September. And I'll, you know, we'll resume these conversations. Have a good one. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Well Black Sis. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other women striving to be well to find the show. If you want to hear more from our community, you can follow on Instagram at wellblacksis and check out the website at wellblacksis.com to find out what exciting meetup we have next. You can also sign up for the Well Access newsletter to make sure you don't miss out on future Well Access updates. Talk to you soon.